same in China, China, different, different stories. stories. We are the ones that found their way, way in, life. in a new life. Adopted babies, Adopted from, China. babies from China. Hello, welcome to ABC Adopted Babies from China podcast. I am here with Andy from Belgium. We connected through Instagram as usual, which is always fun. And I'm excited to hear about your perspective because I know a lot of people I speak with are mostly in the U.S. But I also know there's a project that you started on Instagram and then we started chatting. So, Andi, please go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us so, more about you. My name is Anli. I'm from Belgium. Um, I'm adopted from China from Wuhan when I was nine months old. Um, my parents, they were with two. They came to China and they arrived with four because my mom found out she was pregnant with my sister in China. So they were like, oh, surprise. Uh, and then a few uh, years later, they decided to adopt my my uh, younger sister as well. And also from China, we're not blood related. I think she's mm-hmm. either from a province under me, above me, next to me, like was close where I came from um so yeah my family consists of two parents and three daughters which two of them are adopted from China so that's uh my youngest sister says it as we are sisters from another mister she's technically Mm -hmm. has a point but it also makes my mom look bad (laughs) (laughs) so yeah um, when I was 11 or 12 years old, I went to China with my dad to Beijing for the very first time because mm-hmm. my parents were like, you're from China, like you're adopted. I was like, oh my God, I didn't know. Like, <laughs> Surprise. Uh, so I went with him to Beijing and it was a very big and busy city. Like what the hell was it? Like <laughs> and for yeah. that first time when I went to Beijing, I felt more Belgian than Chinese, which mm. in Belgium people see me like the Asian girl, oh you look uh different than your parents or your sister. Right. And then they assume oh you're from the Philippines or Thailand or whatever. Mm. And they were like yeah maybe you should go visit your roots and i was like okay fine and they asked me do you want to go to your um uh birthplace and i said no because i want to visit the country but not to make it too emotional because i was 11 12 years old and then you go to your birthplace like oh my god no I i want to be the tourist so one week in Beijing and it was very interesting to see the culture and to basically see that I don't have any links with the connect with the, with the country or with the culture. It was beautiful, but it was not like oh, uh, they celebrate Chinese New Year. I never did that in my whole life. Like oh, right. they eat different stuff than I eat when I'm in Belgium. So it was more like oh, I feel like a tourist in my own country that's so weird because i thought it's gonna it was amazing but i felt like i have no connection whatsoever with the country or with the people but it was a really great experience and i hope in the near future i can go back and to Mm -hmm. visit other places in china and yeah 
that's yeah. basically how I discovered Beijing because yeah. China is big. China is, it big. is big. China is very big. I I mean I believe Belgium is actually pretty small too. Yeah, <laughs> in China a small a small city is basically Belgium, <laughs> like ten million people. That's yeah. that's 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 like way less and we're like that's a whole country <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i know i mean even from my standard of ge- geography in the u.s it's uh i feel like all of the u.s fits into china and probably like more than one so i don't know mm-hmm. yeah so you've been back to china once but you yes. okay so you do you think you'll go back again I hope so. Maybe visit your birthplace or not? I want to visit it, but not per se to look for my real parents or my biology. My real parents. Yeah. Um, Because I really do not care about them in the sense of they are strangers in my eyes. I'm not going to say, hey, mom, I'm back. (laughs) I'm not going to do that. But it's like. In the adoption community, I feel like you have the pressure. Oh, you have to look for your for your real parents. You're gonna have build a bond with them. But in my opinion, the only thing I'm grateful for them because they gave me a second chance. You know what I mean? Because yeah. and I don't want to look them up and if I will meet them or not. I really do not care. And if I meet them, I don't know what I should should say because some people were like, oh, but they give you a second chance. But other people were like, but they abandoned you. They yes. left you. So it's like, I'm not, I'm, I don't know how I would react if they are alive or not, I think. But I don't know. Maybe have brothers or sisters. But again, I don't know. And I don't want to know because I don't want to ruin my emotions over it because they're strangers yeah and that's what i felt in the adoption community was like you you must go to find your parents and you will have a great experience and i know people who have a great experience with their real parents and others don't have it Mm -hmm. and i want to play it safe and just live in this gray moment of like I know who my parents are. I know they're my adoption parents and not my biological parents, but that does not matter to me because we have a bond, an emotional right. bond that's, in my opinion, way stronger than just the biological bond. And I think I think it's fine if you go look for your real parents. It's okay to not to. And I think we shouldn't be ashamed of saying, oh, I don't want to look for my parents and that's fine. Oh, I don't want to go to my country, my birth country. That's also fine because I feel there is uh, between different generations, a different standpoint on adoption. And I feel that the younger generation, like my generation and younger are more like, oh, I don't want to go for look for my parents or, oh, uh, I don't want to visit my country because I don't care or I'm not interested. And I think that should be, fine you should oh, yeah. make your own choices and you shouldn't let other adoptees or other people say what you what they want you to do and i think that's you have to make that up for yourself if you don't make it up for yourself 
I don't think it's a good thing. Then you decide to, oh, I'm going to visit my country, but you don't want to. But others said, oh, it's going to be amazing. But yeah. when it's not going to be amazing, then you, it's going to end negatively. Yeah. So, yeah. It seems, yeah, a lot of our our decisions seem to be informed by like other people's opinions. But at the end of the mm -hmm. day, each each of our own experience and opinion on like what we want to do is our own. But, it yeah, is. Yeah. So it's it's really nice that you were able to visit. It's like, okay, this is this is another, this is a place that technically is a part of who I am, but I don't feel it. And then I think like as you get older or as things change, certain events too, I think sometimes really are a reason that we start to think about like oh maybe I do want to do that or maybe I don't want to do that mm -hmm. and I know it's always I always think about that too it's like yes the birth parents biological parents are the ones who obviously like we are here because of them but we also don't owe it to them the biological parents to like do anything either because I think a lot of our in the adoption community, we talk a lot about our adoptive parents, too, and how it's like we feel like we owe them something mm -hmm. because they raised us. But it's also it goes, I think, also with like the birth parents, like we don't necessarily owe them something as well. I don't know if that gets talked about a lot. I'm not sure if you do. But have you talked about your adoption a lot with your your siblings and your parents, too? or mm, Not really, because... Um, in 2021, I became part of Untold Asian Stories. That's a Belgium Flemish community. And then uh, I stepped in as uh, an admin on Adoptieschakel Connecteerd. So, so it's not that I'm, my whole life is not around my adoption. It's just like the recent years. So my parents never told me like, oh, you're adopted, like <laughs> surprise. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So just imagine they tell you, oh, you're adopted. Oh, no, I did not know. Like two white parents and me, like I could make it for myself. I'd like, I know they're, we're not biological, but they are my parents. <laughs> right. And with my sister who's also adopted, I went to um, events where you could talk about being Asian and being adopted. So that's what we did, but it's not like every week we go but it's more right. like i want to learn and meet other people who are adopted as well and i see that others have positive uh views on their adoption while others don't and i get to the two yeah. parties yes yeah, the two sides of the coin basically and it's just for me it's like a generation um gap between the older adoptees and the younger adoptees and mm -hmm. I, I I get why older adoptees see it as like more like oh it's um child trafficking or kidnapping right. I get that but for me I never saw I never thought in, in my whole life my adoption I was kidnapped I was child trafficking my parents bought me like mm -hmm. I never felt that way so it's for me, weird to say, oh, I think my adoption was a whole kidnap and my mom is looking like I don't feel that way because I don't experience it that way. Right. I'm happy with where I am and I'm grateful for that. But it's not like, oh, I'm 
thinking about maybe I'm kidnapped and my parents are looking for me and I don't mm-hmm. think about that because I was born in like the one po- a child policy in China so my reasoning was oh why did they abandon me I'm a girl yeah. basically <laughs> so <laughs> that's that's it there is my reasoning of like why did they left me I'm a girl and that's it not per se, oh, I was kidnapped or they bought me or whatever. It's just I lived in the or was born in the one child policy thing. Mm-hmm. I'm a girl. Yeah, I know. I know enough. Yeah. And then you think because when I was little in like elementary school, when I we had to do a presentation about a subject and I decided to do China. Yeah, but when you're like ten years old and you need to look information up the one child policy and you know what they would do to yeah. babies, I'm like, thank God that my mom, my mom decided mm-hmm. to just drop me off to an orphanage. <laughs> like mm-hmm. when you looked it up, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. like yeah, <laughs> so. Yeah, when you see the research, a lot of it is pretty scary. Yeah, and then you think, oh, it could have been worse. <laughs> like, okay. One of those. I yeah. was ta- there was someone I was talking to recently about how a lot of coverage, research papers and stuff tend to always show the really bad part. And it's like you rarely hear about the stories and reporting of like good things that also happened during that time. Because I'm sure there are also good things that happened during that time but we just don't get to read about it because they don't like report on it or it's mm-hmm. not in papers as much or maybe it is and someone can share it with me but most of the stuff when we look it up and at, at age 10 that's pretty intense actually. yeah it was like oh Three, i want like, oh. to do china i want to know what my roots what mm-hmm. my birth country is and then you you look it up and you're like so students were killed by protest one mm-hmm. policy the like man is more important than the woman and then you think why did i not pick uh like an animal like lions or something and also i i was talking about like the great wall of china and then i found out oh but there are like dead people inside of the wall yeah great oh, okay <laughs> okay that, that's good to know like, yeah, it's like, all right, uh, 10 years old, thank you for that. I'm gonna just now go. Maybe. Good to know, good to know. Oh my gosh. So, yeah. Like, where you grew up, though, there wasn't a lot. Was there, I don't know, if in Belgium, especially like the town you grew up in, was it more uh, like a lot more people accepting of like Asian people around? Or Well, I think because I'm, I live in a really small rural village. Mm. I think me and my sister are the only two Chinese people in the city. In like oh, the small wow. town, not not like like basically a town. I met a few other Asians, but they were like mixed, like mm. mixed Asians. But me and my sister were basically oh, we're yeah. the only two. The only so, two Chinese. Yeah, okay. but it was we came like from a white based family with like western family thing so yeah. we didn't feel like that awkward mm-hmm. or that of a more how would i say like more we didn't feel like outsiders yeah because 
I was basically a baby when I was adopted. So they right. are the only thing that I know. I know I look from the outside different, but the inside is basically my parents raised me. So I say yeah. to my friends, I'm basically white inside. Like, yes. I know I'm Asian, but I'm white inside. Like, mm-hmm. because I was raised that way in a Western way yeah. of raising children and stuff. And yeah, in my time, me and my sister, when we were like nine years old, they wanted to do a photo exposition of people in the town. And we were the two only Asians. So yeah, of course, yeah. we had to take pictures. But the thing is, we're Chinese, but they used uh, the Japanese way, like the, 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 the land of the rising sun. But that's Japan. Oh, so they they okay. mistook Japan and China, so that was like, uh, it's too late. <laughs> it's too I'm, I'm... <laughs> because we were okay. we were like the right the land of the the rising sun, isn't that Japan? <laughs> so that was they were like okay, okay, yeah. It was so. a bit awkward <laughs> because yes, okay. I was like nine and I was like, isn't that Japan? We're Chinese. Yeah. Hmm. Oh my goodness. So yeah, that was a bit awkward. I remember they they took photos with me and my sister at my house in the garden. And then yeah. I saw the, 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 the land of the rising sun and I was like, isn't that Japan? No, okay. They just like, the... they tried to be in- inclusive, inclusive. But... <laughs> so yeah. That was that was fun <laughs> and wow. a bit awkward because we were like, yeah. mm, we're not Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. Or you say very small rural village. It's probably not too aware. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I, I think in my town, I think there are like five Asians. If oh, if yeah. I think in total, like that's less and of course if you go to brussels you have like the chinatown and and stuff so when i go to brussels i i go to school to brussels i mm-hmm. see like oh they are other like oh here is an asian community like okay but right. it's still weird because you're like we look alike but that's that that's our that's that's main it. point like our our common thing is we look alike and that's it like i don't know nothing about your culture or like how do you raise your children in, yeah, mm. in a Chinese household or in an Asian other uh, household so it's more like hmm. mm. besides look with like nothing in common basically and that's yeah. what I found a bit struggling because uh, of adoption is like oh but you don't belong in like the Asian community but you also right. don't belonging like the white community or the western yeah. community you don't look because people see a lot when they yeah. just look at you and through my whole life i got oh where are you from oh you're from thailand the philippines vietnam and i'm like no i'm from china mm-hmm. like they don't see me as a typical chinese girl which mm. I understand because when I went to China, I was also like, but they don't look alike like me. So I yeah. was like, am I really from China or just, I did not do a DNA test. I will mm. maybe in the future do it. I think yeah. it's 
just to be sure, because I when I see Chinese people, I don't think oh we're family like we're not right. the same. So maybe in the future, just to know what my ancestry is, maybe it's Vietnam or Philippines or whatever. But it's just yeah, people mm-hmm. don't see when they see me, they don't think that I'm Chinese. They think right. I'm from Vietnam. And then right. you have to explain you're from China. And then you have to explain you're adopted. And then yeah. you have to explain that you don't understand the language. Amen. And yep. you have also to explain, when, no, I don't know my real parents. Or when I when they ask, do you know my real parents? I'm like, yeah, they're walking beside me. <laughs> yeah. like, and then you're like, no, 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 your real, real parents. Or where are you from? Yeah. When, and that's every time I met, I'm, I meet new people. I can have like a checklist of they're gonna ask this and at the yeah. moment I'm like, hi, my name is Ali. I'm adopted. No, I don't speak the language. No, I don't eat your dog. No, I don't. I cannot oh, eat yeah. chopsticks. Leave me alone. Like, you have to prepare yourself, and that I think. Yeah. And of course, most of the people are not saying that from malicious intent. Yeah. I'm just curious, but it's just, oh, you're. My, I have, yeah, I have white friends, but like, oh, you're from, oh, I thought you're from Sweden. Oh, where are you from Finland? Oh, I thought you're from the Netherlands. You know, if you, yeah. if you yeah. do to them, they're like, oh, what, what are you saying? But then I'm like, oh, but you can do it to me. Right. I, just I can do it to you to just to know how, how it feels like you have to answer this question, this question, this question, right. and you make the move. They're like, oh no, what are, what are you asking? Like, what are you saying? Like, my real parents, like, mm-hmm. and because I feel adoptees are like, have to undergo that and just to, to answer yeah. it. But oh, I guess yeah. people are curious, but it's just, if I do it to them, just to see how annoying yeah. they will get, they're like, no, you need to stop. And then I'm like, but you ask me the same questions. Yes. And I have to, that too. to say yes and answer it, even though I don't want to answer it because yeah. now I'm like, I'm open about it and I want to talk about it. But like 16 year old me was like, I don't know if like, what, what am I like you? Yeah. I had identity crises of like, who am I? Because I don't see white, but I, M, like I act white. I was raised yeah, culturally, white. Mm-hmm. and then you go to other people, and they see you as not white because you don't look white. Mm-hmm. But you, and it's it was so confusing. And then you get that the questions and stuff that I was like, no, just stop it. Mm. And again, the most most of them are not from malicious malicious intent, but it's just. Yeah you don't go to a white person and you say, oh, oh, I thought you were friends or the Netherlands. Yeah. No, I thought you were yeah. from... Like, no, you just don't do that. But yeah. when you see someone else, they were like, okay, this, 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 I need to ask. And unless then, because there was a friend of mine we met and he never asked me anything about my adoption. And for me, that was a shock because I was like, do, do, do you need right, to talk you're, you're used to, yeah. you know, about my, <laughs> like, adoption? I wanted, like, that was surprising yeah. by me. And he told me, I really do not care how you look. And, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't care. You are you with 
your adoption, but I really don't care about your past, or you don't need to tell me that. And yeah. I was like, whoa, that, that was like the first person the who first, was like, mm. oh, hey, how are you? And it was not like, oh, where are you from? Do you speak Chinese? Do you? Mm. And that was so weird because I'm not used to that. Just people going with the flow without seeing oh wait she she looks different oh we need to ask questions and that's so weird because yeah and it's also for me kind of sad that we need to have an explanation for almost everything oh why don't you want to look for your real parents or why don't you go like Mm -hmm. I don't ask you the same question I don't know I don't ask you oh why aren't you going to that or are you doing this yeah but for adoptees it's like oh we we need an answer ready we need to defend ourselves right even though we don't want to or we don't know because when we say we don't know it's more like you must know it and you must go on on your travel journey journey and stuff and i was like yeah and what about people who don't want to do that I know it, because it seems when people ask these questions, it's it's like we have we have to justify like our existence or something. Like, yeah, because they don't believe us. If yeah, we, they don't take our word because yeah. they are not used to it. And I get it. Mm-hmm. I that with my organizations where I work with, I know other adoptees or other. Asians from like parents who immigrated from China and that's also different between the parent the children of the of Chinese parents right. here and adoptees we're not the same yeah I feel again I was talking with uh, Asian children who were immigrated here and it's totally different we again besides looks we don't have anything like culture wise nothing in common because they have their culture i have my culture and that's okay but just to see oh you 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 two look the same so you have the same culture or i feel adoptees must be like the representative of a culture like i'm from china i do nothing about chinese history or culture but when they see me they want me to explain it to them even though I don't know. Right. <laughs> like it's the same if you ask me, oh, uh, explain fonts. I never, like, I don't know the French culture. Why should I explain it? Like, mm-hmm. like they, like, outsiders want adoptees, like, representative of a culture. But if you live here your whole life in America, in Belgium, yeah, without going back, without looking for the culture you came from how are we supposed to know okay you can google it you can yeah go on a journey my parents were also like yeah from, you're from china we have uh, photo books you can look but they were not like now you need to learn mandarin you, you need yeah. to learn the chopsticks you need to learn the the chinese way of life because that's not how adoption works yeah it's not that they just get me from china and they were like okay now we're gonna raise you up in a chinese way they're not like why would they even do that why why <laughs> yeah so yeah and i think it's just ridiculous that 
outsiders look at adoptees that we are like representative of a culture that we aren't a part of mm-hmm. or don't want to be a part of because I feel like I'm <laughs> I'm a major K-pop fan that's also funny the Asian girl who likes Asian stuff <laughs> I do uh, see the <laughs> BTS calendar behind you so. yeah <laughs> BTS. So, so that was also funny I was like damn I'm like uh, I have a Western mindset, but I'm also yeah. watching K-pop and anime, and I'm like, damn. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's That's also fine by me. Like, okay, I'm an Asian girl who loves Asian things, so so what's the mm-hmm. problem? Yeah. I don't They're mind. Yeah. It's just <laughs> the, it's what it's our interests funny. are. Because my sister, my adoptive sister, is also anime, K-pop, so we're both like, damn. <laughs> Yeah. We had a Western. Uh, um, we had a Western. Uh, I forgot the English word. Wow, the like we, our Western way of life. Like we were raising up in a Western family, but yeah. again, we the Asians are in love with Asian things. That's like okay, maybe, yeah. maybe it's in our DNA. You know. <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, I mean, I think well. K-pop recently, especially. And yeah. Those, those two done. things have become more... Yeah, more but more then important. with, yeah. like, K-pop being become popular with Asians... Yeah, exactly. Then you got, again, non-Asians thinking they are they know it better. Yeah. And then I feel like... I know I'm Asian. I know what I don't know. Again, I don't know anything about the Asian culture that much. But you... It's just for me a bit weird when I see people lecturing me about my culture mm. when they are like, "Oh, but I like the culture, I like the K dramas mm-hmm. or the or the Chinese dramas," and then I'm like, "So when I was interested in my culture, it was no, but when others are interested in your culture, that's okay." Yeah, I no. felt like uh, it's a bit weird in my like yeah. it's a, when I when I was interested in my culture I was like oh that like that's weird why why do you want to know the Chinese culture when you live here but when yeah. the the wave came and everybody's is accepting Asian culture it's okay yeah. because when I was like 12 years old I couldn't say to anyone oh I'm interested in a Chinese culture and they were like but you live here why yeah. do you want to know the culture hmm. so and when it's popular it's okay so it's just i find that a bit sad when adoptees are like trying to get their culture but it's considered like why why do you want to know it when you live here or whatever Mm -hmm. but when it's popular everyone is like oh my god bts and they're like yeah but last year you laughed at me but now it's cool (laughs) yeah that switch and i was like I don't follow anymore what's cool or not. It's just, I think that's yeah. a bit pathetic and sad that while others trying to find their culture, they were being laughed at, but now it's cool to go, mm-hmm. to go to a country with another culture to, just to visit it and enjoy it. Then it's cool, mm-hmm. but now it's cool. But like in the past, it was more like, why would you go? Like, I'll probably insert a break because it's about 30 minutes in. Uh, curious to hear more 
because you said you are part of a couple of projects or a couple organizations that you do work with, uh, like adoptee community specific to where you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, adoptive uh, Adopt- communities. Oh, yeah, yeah. Can yeah. you tell me more about that? Um, well, for Adopties Gaco Connected, it's a Belgium uh, organization who tries to build a bridge between adoptees, their families, their friends, their biological parents, their biological families. And I came in contact with the organization via Facebook. We have a Facebook group. And I was like, hey, to the creators, like, hey, do you want to uh, have extra help? I want to help uh, mm-hmm. with others. Like, I want to get started and they were like oh that's fine we will have a call and basically me and other two adoptees from india but they're like from they're like older than me so i'm basically the youngest of the group but Mm. they were like oh we want to organize uh, an event for adoptees where they can go on their identity like who are they with dance music books so more in a creative way and via that organization i came in contact with other organizations who are like oh we post stories about adoptees belgian adoptees from anywhere around the world um also uh for organizations who help adoptees uh when they take care of them when it's a rough path they are basically adoptees supporting other adoptees and then I was like oh it's a whole community I did not really know about it and again last year I started working with them and then I figured out that there are lots of adoptee communities international Mm -hmm. national and then I became in contact with adoptees basically from all over the world i know someone from sweden from america from india Mm -hmm. from the netherlands from belgium here so it's really cool to see that there is an adoptee community worldwide yeah yeah worldwide but also it's like you need to go look for it it's not like you you go yeah. and like, hey, we are adoptees from a, like mm-hmm. join us. It's not like that. It's not like K-pop. Oh, hey, join <laughs> us. It's more like you have to go look for it, and you, if you know the right person, you can enter. So that's that's mm-hmm. really funny. And my world around adoptees became uh, bigger because I came in contact with. Um, people the same age as me or older people and what i said before i find that there is a generation gap between the views around adoptee with the older adoptees and then the younger adoptees and i find that very interesting and i came also more in contact with younger adoptees and then i feel that the younger generation shares a more common view on adoption than the olders and i think that's really interesting to see how the views on adoption is via others perspectives from older adoptees from other organizations from younger adoptees how are they going on with their adoption and i think adoption is something it's a part of me but it's not it's it it's not 
me you know it's it's a part yeah. of me but it's not when they see only they don't see oh adopted that's it that's that's her character like oh she's adopted no because yeah. i feel every adoptee is has their strengths and i think that's what should matter in a community and okay the adoption is the common part but we are more than just an adoption yeah. i think yeah oh yeah adoption is just a part of who we are but i think it's like a way we can connect with like there's a understanding that we don't have to voice when we're with others with, with, with other adoptees mm -hmm. essentially mm -hmm. so, yeah we don't have to talk about it but there's an understanding where we don't get those questions immediately and people don't ask i think it's a big part of where you live too because you said in brussels where you go to school you do you have people asking you questions a lot or no it's because there's a just like... um, they did but again when they saw me first they had like their curious questions and again most of them are not from malicious men yeah. undertone they're just like oh they're just curious but again yeah I, i'm curious about blind people but i'm not gonna go to a blind people and say oh can you see me how many fingers do i like it's yeah. this thing because a, a person with a physical disability they won't give them the questions but when yeah. they see me they don't see a disability they just go they just yeah. go with the questions and that's just because you don't see my scars or you don't see my barriers does not mean that you can go fire all your questions at me at once and mm -hmm. under and just expect me to answer it yeah. And when I was younger, I did. But now I'm like, I don't yeah. know. I, if I don't want to answer it, I don't want to answer it. If you can't, if you think I'm a cold person or a rude person, sorry, but I'm not gonna explain yeah. the whole. Like, do you have an hour? Because I'm a, I'm gonna explain everything. Uh, yeah. No. And again, with it's from their curiosity. And is that per se bad? Not really, but. It depends how you handle your curiosity. Again, if I see a person in a wheelchair, I'm not going to ask, oh, did you break your leg or is something else? Like, if they yeah, don't want to talk yeah. about it, they don't want to talk about it. You just go yeah. away, back off. But with adoptees, it's just like, oh, you you see different or you like an, adopt, an adoptee in our community, in, in our town, we're going to ask you questions. Mm. And that's just sucks because they think oh but you're here so you don't experience racism i had experienced yeah. racism yeah yeah i think thanks so. to corona oh yeah i was wondering how that affected yeah not yeah. that bad as you saw in the media but when i was uh hiking with my family when it was like corona there yeah. was a police car who was just slowed down and watched that stuff it was me my mom and my sisters so two white women and two asian girls oh, and okay the police stuff and that's that's like you they were more aware than they probably used yeah to. because they it's were like, like oh yeah. asians oh corona and it's, oh dear <laughs> and when i had to go to school through vessels i was not gonna lie, I was a bit scared because I yeah. I don't want to get attacked. But the thing is, what I think saved me 
from all the racism was people when they see me they don't see me as a chinese person or they see me more philippine vietnam so that kind of saved me because they if they see me they they don't see a typical chinese girl Mm. they see oh she's People are that stupid, but they are not that stupid. Oh, she's from Vietnam. Okay, she's not. She's not the reason for Corona, so we'll let her pass. So nice. that's just <laughs> when there was an article that said, "Yeah, people were uh, attacking Japanese people because of Corona," and I was like, "Well, they say it's from China. There's from Japan, geography people." Uh, well, well yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're in some sort of... Wanna just yeah. get the right... I, I don't know, like, how stupid are you? Oh my so that, that was basically my thing that saved me was they don't see me as a Chinese person. So mm-hmm. I, get, I got to pass. Mm-hmm. And that's just so sad that even... I'm Chinese. People don't see me as Chinese, so they don't... They don't... And that just that just sucks that even when I know that I'm a Belgian Chinese, I'm adopted, people still see me as something else. Hmm. And to explain it every time to know people, it's just at at some point you just give up by explaining. Yeah. And I did that a few years ago. I was like, oh well, <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. done. <laughs> because you have people who will never listen to you, but you need to keep explaining yourself. But if they don't want to listen to you, mm-hmm. I find just shut up, just go, just talk yeah. to someone else because some people aren't your time worthy. Mm. How many, on a lighter note, but how many more years of school do you have left are you almost done? i'm in my last college year i do okay. social work um so yeah i uh let my this year is my last academic year yeah and then work or studying further study, i'm not yeah. sure yet but yeah but also the thing what i what i experienced as racism is my name my chinese name is on my id card yeah like on my official paper and there was a story there was a situation what happened that a teacher took my chinese name instead of only mm-hmm. to a school where i went as a student but the school knew me under only not my chinese name so yeah. when i applied when the teacher applied in my name to that school the school was like we don't know we don't know her and then via via they found out oh that's you that's you you were the person so even with my chinese name you get yeah into trouble but it it felt so stupid because i was like damn come on like that's so stupid like why would you even do that because i'm proud of my chinese name don't get me wrong but it's like Mm-hmm. I said my name is only. Why are you using my ID card and you pick the Chinese name? Mm. Like <laughs> that's so stupid. Yeah. Or also mm-hmm. uh, a situation what happened was I went to a 
an elementary school with other students, but our school is called the Erasmus Hochschule. But when you are a student who goes abroad, you're an Erasmus student. Mm. And uh, I came to the school, I introduced myself, and the woman of the school was like, oh, uh, your Dutch is very good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Like, what do you mean? Very good? Like, yeah, aren't you from the Philippines? Oh. No, I'm from I'm from Belgium. Oh, you aren't uh, an Erasmus student? No, I'm mm. I'm a student from the Erasmus school. I'm not I'm not a student who went abroad. Oh. But they saw me. Of course, I get the woman again. I don't see that as a racist thing, but I get yeah. her vision her, that yeah, like, her logic yeah her logic was okay you find you see an asian student who speaks very good dutch in your school and the school is called erasmus okay i think like i get yeah. the point i don't i wasn't i was not offended i was not like oh what are yeah. you saying but i was like damn it even my school yeah <laughs> so, yeah you get those micro racism or micro discrimination yeah. and i think because it's like micro, you shouldn't like, oh, you shouldn't care, you shouldn't, but you should care as well. Because mm-hmm. no matter how big or small the discrimination or racism is, it still does matter. And I think we as adoptees should, again, we are, we were seen as the good guys because we are here, we were raised here, we were, we lived here, but we, also feel like we have to be the good guys you know what i mean yeah yeah because yeah, if you whole... screw it up you screw it up for all the community and i'm like mm, well thanks for the pressure well there are definitely adoptees and people in general who are not i don't know you know like you know they have their own issues and stuff and some of them express it in negative ways but I mean, I'm, I don't think I'm, like, talking to anybody because they're not going to be like, let me talk on a podcast about the bad things that I do in life. There's mm-hmm. all, I mean, there's a lot of us who are also, I'm sure, have a lot of issues related to adoption. Yeah. I get it that people see me as a, a, a one, a girl who's got lucky with her family, but that's, that, that does not mean that I can have a bad day. That yeah. does not mean that I have to be happy all the all the time and also... People think that we choose our family. <laughs> like, right. I, I, yeah. I, yeah, I'm I'm on an iPad and just swiping. I'm just yeah. swiping. Like, oh, this family, I want this family. No, <laughs> we don't. My parents did not go to a catalog and, and, and yeah. swiped. Imagine. And even then, even if I was adopted and it was not a good family and it was a bad family, should I be grateful for that chance? Should I be grateful if I got adopted in a shitty family? I don't think so, but no. Oh, you got adopted, so you have to be grateful to your parents. Parents, your bio parents, your adoptive parents, your parents in general. And I'm like, so, oh, so if I... Because I know adoptees who didn't have a great family, an adoption family. They should be grateful. Even though they went through hell. They should be grateful because they got adopted. Yeah. What? Yeah. Again, that's so stupid. Because 
if you have a biological family that's not, not yeah like you're not gonna get raised well there are too many situations where even from real parents with their real children like exactly but hey we are adopted so we are um that's okay i know i know and well you said you said it's like being the one lucky girl but it's like actually the more resources that are available and the more people like i know you or me talk to it's like there's actually a lot of like girls from china but also boys but and transgender like there's a lot of us people in general who are adopted so it's like oh it's not really like we're that lucky person which is like helps i think with the narrative for us to understand it's like no this is just a part of just part of the way things went yeah there's a lot of us so it's like we don't i don't know i feel like the more people and, i've spoken to it's yeah like and also when i talked to other adoptees i felt like damn they their lives is way worse than mine mm. in the sense of where they got yeah you hear and some i stories. think again they should be grateful too if you get the common sense from the from yeah. the society they should be grateful too because oh they are not from china anymore but mm. i don't it's know not, <laughs> it's not better in like adoptees from south america or india i mean like this it's yeah just and different different stories Again, I get that I know that I'm grateful with the family, but again, I did not choose them. People yeah. really think that I'm I'm in my in my baby bed and just no, no, they're not rich. Swiping, swiping swiping on the dating app or something. <laughs> and then my parents saw a map and they were like, No, 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 yeah, no, no. It's not... no just oh. I mean, I think that they probably did have catalogs, but they were in print and it's not like you got to yeah yeah you got to choose i don't think you my parents went like oh we want a baby and we want her like no they basically went to china got a baby and that's it i don't think they they should pick because that should be so sad because i saw too many american movies where there is an orphanage where people pick the child but they see all the like how traumatizing would that be right oh my god i felt so bad i was like damn and you're the only one who left yeah imagine adoption would be like that i think i would be depressed if you are the oh my god i i was like i I when i saw like a movie like annie or something like that i was like they pick the children but like oh like like what like i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i felt that and i thought my adoption was a bit weird but that's weird away i know that's uh i saw a disney movie where again there was a girl who was getting dressed up and she was the only left in the orphanage because Mm -hmm. all the other kids were gone i was like Really? Is that how adoption works in like the rest of the world? Oh my gosh! No, no, no! <laughs> oh, like, oh my god! I was like, okay, because she was like seven. <laughs> I was like, oh right. my god, she knows. She knows. I felt so bad. We like, call that creative freedom, or I don't know. It's like watching movies and stuff. There's always an element, and I yeah, think I hope it's not true in yeah, like real life. It's a creative element. It's just oh. so. It's, what is it like the Hollywood? 
a Hollywood plot or something, just yeah. to make sure that there's like a plot. They put some things that just don't really that make so sense for a girl. Like, damn. yeah, like that doesn't make sense that that would happen. But just for the sake of the plot, that is going to happen. It's like, all right. Because when I saw the movie, I thought adoption in Western countries was like that. They just dress up and they just wait and just. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's... That felt so oh. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's wild. <laughs> we're getting to we're getting closer to the end, so that I can ask you the last questions. Is there anything? I mean, there's so much more we could obviously talk about. Paul's like, I don't want to make it too long. <laughs> we'll do another one later. Mm -hmm. uh, but is there anything you'd like to hear from other adoptees? I mean, you've heard from many adoptees, but anything else you've liked to hear that you haven't heard from through like your work? Mm, I think so more how are they coping with their adoption? Because again, I feel the older adoptees have a more negative way on their adoption than the younger adoptees like me. I see it more positive. I, of course, I know adoption is not like rainbows and unicorns and all that stuff, yeah. but I know I see my adoption as something positive and I think that should be something positive for me. If that's for something else negative, that's also fine. But for me, my adoption is something positive. And I think more in, yeah, more about adoptees and, uh, and their backpack of the past. Like their yeah. little backpack from, huh, where are you from? Because the where you're from question to an adoptee can, where are you from? Do you mean my birth country? Do you mean where I live? Where do you, what do you yeah. mean with that where you're from question? So I think, and not per se for adoptees only, but more like people who are from uh, parents who immigrated. How how do you see how do they see their lives and their future and their past? Because I feel with adoptees we have the common thing that most of us don't know our past. Right. It's a big question mark. Some go Some and travel and go on a journey but the most of them it's more like it's still a big question mark and I think that's what connects adoptees we know how it is to not know your past and we share similar experiences the other more uh, heavier than the other but that does not mean that you're easy life is not validated if you think right. you're not worthy to speak with other adoptees because you think your adoption is went so good and your life is great not really because deep down i think everyone needs a talk and no matter how big the trauma or how big your backpack is we as adoptees should be more like a community for understanding no matter how your views are on adoption how your views are on um, your biological parents. And that's also, if you have a positive experience around adoption, that's great. If you have a negative, that's also great. Yeah. <laughs> great, but more like you can discuss and talk about it. And that's what I kind of miss in the adoptive community is the adoption community is, in my opinion, still ruled by the older adoptees okay, and again yeah. they see it more in a negative way 
and for me it's like but i don't feel it that way so am i the bad guy to not feel bad about my adoption so i think there should be more like a switch or more like working together and give everyone a voice even yeah. if you had a positive adoption you shouldn't be feel ashamed to have like yeah i'm i'm happy with my life now i don't care about my birthplace or my birth parents or whatever and that should be also good but i see when i work with the uh organizations most of them are older adoptees and i mean like the 80s 90s 70s so they see it in a negative which i understand i'm not saying that they're wrong but i understand their view from that but it's more like but for the younger adopted it's more like but i don't feel bad about my adoption is that also okay or not and i feel that's a bit for for me a community is more where people can go and talk and i think the adoption community should should be more open for other opinions even from the younger generation because i feel in my group or in my community i feel more it's the older ones who speak and when a younger one tries to speak up it's it's ends in a discussion or in like a fight but like you don't listen anymore you just attack personally and i think that's not the way to go yeah i think everyone should be heard even if you're not agree with someone at least listen before you say something and i think that's that's for everyone where everyone matters just try to listen and i get emotions get sometimes the best of people and i understand that as well but it's just for a real or a good functional adoption community i think the older generation should accept the younger generation Mm. with their opinions because i feel sometimes it's only the older ones who talk and they got the negative view and then you try to say something and it's not in their aligned with what they feel yeah and i feel that with with the communities where i'm in and when i see posts on facebook and mostly it's like oh it's about child trafficking or it's about uh, human rights and then i think what happened in the 70s 80s and 90s when it's like i get it someone explained it to me i saw articles and i get it why why so many older adoptees feel that way i get it but i'm like but there's there is a positive thing but when you try to say that it's a sensitive thing and i think we should listen more than just just give our opinion on adoption yeah that's a really good conclusion for for this conversation at least for now but uh, is there would you like to share the instagram uh yours or the organization too that people could follow oh um my instagram is am.zxd that's only muse thanks it's basically my uh 
initials of my names. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the adoption page that I um, have with other two adoptees called adoptieschakel.connecteerd, but we will make it in a caption and people can find it. Yeah, yeah. We'll make a caption. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's in the disc- yeah, description. Yeah. Wow. This was really great to talk with you and hear more Thank about you. your experience. I think it's always, I mean, a lot of my understanding has been from like the american perspective so it's like just hearing because i spoke with somebody who's from like netherlands for sure Mm -hmm. a couple people there and yeah we're just we're everywhere so it's good like share it's good to share all the experiences yeah thank you again for talking thank you thank you for listening to abc adopted babies from china podcast you can reach me at adopted babies from china at gmail